This is the Essence Reveal Podcast, where we peel back the layers to uncover your Essence brand. I'm Christina Courtright Jenkins, and I am a passionately curious Essence Explorer and Guide, and I'm the creator of Embody Your Essence Brand. Essence is the self-aware version of your authenticity. And when it comes to your personal brand, that's not something you create. It's something you uncover and embody. And that's what we're here to do. So are you ready for the adventure of revealing your Essence brand? Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by True DNA Story. Know your story, save your life. This is the DNA health report for you if you want to be proactive with your health. I know that there's a lot of DNA companies out there giving you health reports, but there's not a single one of them that is testing the entire genome, that is testing for over 250 conditions that range from all major cancers and 90% of other health conditions that have a genetic component to them. True DNA Story truly is the best way for you to genetically test if you are susceptible to a specific disease. And then what does that do? Well, it gives you a starting place should you start to have any problems. It lets you know what's hiding in your DNA so that you can empower yourself and change your life. They're big on privacy, they're big on accuracy, and they have excellent customer service. So go to truednastory.com and use the coupon code MYSTORY50 for a discount. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Essence Reveal podcast. I took a month off to rejuvenate and I am back, excited to share with you some gems that I have uncovered recently through a soul excavating process that I have been through. And I've thought about you while I was rejuvenating as I took many, many essence breaths. Have you been doing the essence breath on your own? I'm telling you the essence breath is my top tool to get me back into my essence, to align the needle on my essence compass. Just taking that essence breath centers and gives me space to respond instead of react. Remember that the essence breath is a long vertical breath from root to crown. And when we do that here on this episode and in all my episodes, because I think it's that important, we take that long breath and then we check in with our PEMS essence compass. PEMS stands for physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So if you can, just close your eyes for a moment and take that long essence breath and just observe how you're feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. There's never any judgment, only awareness. And take note of how you feel in those four areas Excellent. Let's dive into today's topic, which I have become increasingly passionate about. It is the topic of compassion, sympathy, empathy, and pity. 
And if you look these up in the dictionary, you would be led to believe that they're all pretty much the same and that perhaps empathy is the most enlightened feeling of the four. But I'm going to challenge all of that and invite you to look at these four feelings in a deeper way. So to do this, I'm going to use my favorite literary device, analogy. So imagine a pit, a narrow, dark, deep pit. And now imagine someone you love in the bottom of that pit. They're stuck. There isn't a clear way out of the pit. And you are up above seeing this person you love in the pit. Now, with this visual in mind, let's explore the four different emotions or cognitive responses you may have in this situation. So first, let's examine compassion. Compassion is only able to be felt when you yourself have experienced the same situation. Of course, you'll have a different perspective on the situation because it's yours, not theirs. But nevertheless, you will have been there and you know how it actually feels to you. And from this position of experience, you can imagine how the other person feels. You may even project onto the person how you felt and you know it intimately. Also, you know how to get out of that pit or at least some skills for dealing with the situation. You may offer words of comfort, a listening ear, wisdom. You may offer a ladder or tools for getting out. These are the things that worked for you, the way you got out of the pit. They may or may not work for the person in the pit, but they do have a track record, at least with you, of working. So again, you could offer coaching, listening, encouragement to the person getting out of that pit because you've been there and done that. The most important thing to remember is that in compassion, you have personally felt what the situation feels like. The personal experience gives you this opportunity to feel compassion. Now let's look at sympathy. I think sympathy sometimes gets a little bit of a bad rap. Sympathy is possible when you have not experienced what the person is experiencing. In this analogy, it means you haven't been in the pit like this. You don't know how it feels. You can imagine how it might feel, but you're somewhat removed and you can't project your stories and ideas onto the person in the pit. And this is actually a position from which you can offer solutions, listen in a more objective way. These are not based on personal experience, but perhaps from the experience of others or using your cognitive abilities, you can help create solutions. You can offer solutions which may or may not work for the person since the solutions you offer are based on your imaginings of how they feel. But remember, sympathy can be very, very helpful. And since you haven't lived it, you can't really feel the same feelings they must have had like you can with compassion. But again, this can give you a little more objectivity, which may be exactly what is necessary. So next, I'm going to talk about empathy, which, as I said, in the definitions, almost is made out to be the most high vibration or high frequency of the four feelings. And empathy is a word I am hearing getting tossed around everywhere. I hear I'm an empath all the time. And I have to admit, 
I felt and said those words myself because when I walk into a room, it feels like I can feel everyone's emotions, read their energy, feel their feels. And when I hear the phrase, I'm an empath, it's usually when it's a heavy energy, an energy of sadness, suffering, or pain that people are feeling. Please remember that empathy goes both ways. Being an empath also gives you the capacity to feel joy, happiness, giddiness, pleasure. And here's a problem with that, though. It's not your feelings to feel. And sometimes it's downright unpleasant to feel someone else's pain. Additionally, the pain is just doubled because it doesn't take away the other person's pain. When you feel their pain, you're just feeling it in addition to them. So does that even make any sense? Why would we want to double the pain? Why would we want to feel someone else's pain if it doesn't even take away their pain? Feeling empathy is like jumping into the pit with that person you love and telling them you know how they feel. But now you're both in the pit. And that doesn't make sense because it certainly won't help either of you get out. If you are indeed an empath, learning how to protect yourself from other people's energy is a skill you need to learn. And there are resources for that. If you'd like some help with that or some resources to learn how to do that, reach out to me. And furthermore, understanding what is your pain and what is another person's pain, being able to untangle that, well, that is vital. And not doing so can lead to a very unhealthy relationship and codependent patterns, as well as to physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual anguish that is absolutely unnecessary and unhelpful. Again, if you are truly an empath, there are things you can do that can move you into sympathy or compassion, meaning you don't have to jump in that pit and feel like a saint or a hero for it or feel the pain and suffering in it. You can actually be helpful by staying outside of that pit and offering solutions or just a listening ear without getting all wrapped up in an emotion that isn't yours and that can even paralyze you. Yep, if you guessed I'm a little bit down on empathy, you are right. I just keep seeing empathy get used as an excuse for not actually knowing how to be helpful or to redirect attention from the person in the pit to yourself or as a mask for the next emotion, which is pity. Pity is another word that gets thrown around a lot. That's a pity. What a pity. See if that feels the same as saying, that's a shame, or what a shame. Yep, I'm pretty down on shame. I think it's a destructive emotion that accomplishes nothing positive. It is the lowest vibration on the scale of consciousness. Pity is right there with shame. Pity is a sword that has the edge of pride and the edge of shame. There is always an ego story associated with pity. Let me say that again. There is always an ego story associated with pity. There's condescension, even patronization involved. When pity is felt, you have never experienced or felt what it must feel like to be in that pit. And you feel a little bit of pride about that, a little bit of superiority. Or you've experienced it, overcome it, and feel pride about that. Or you've experienced it or are experiencing it and feel shame about it. Pity and pride and shame 
go hand in hand. And from what I've seen, it's usually pride. And remember, the opposite of pride is shame. So they are two sides to the same coin. Pity is unhelpful. It is an ego story and no one feels good. (sighs) Take a breath and take a minute to think to yourself when you have felt each of these emotions, compassion, sympathy, empathy, or pity. And where do you feel that in your body? What does it feel like? And now let's reverse the roles. Imagine that you are the person in the pit. What would you want people to feel for you? What would you not want people to feel for you? Did you know that a couple of thousand years ago, people couldn't see the color blue? This is a well-documented scientific finding. And I've even left an article link in the show notes for some more information about this. But it wasn't until people started making blue clothing dye that people labeled it and started seeing it. The label of the color helped facilitate differentiation of it from other color hues. So what does this have to do with compassion, sympathy, empathy, and pity? Well, all of those words get used interchangeably. In fact, the dictionary defines them almost identically, yet they are actually very different emotions with very different frequencies and resulting responses. So by labeling the emotion, we can unpack it, learn from it, make conscious choices about it, respond instead of react. In other words, just like how people saw the color blue after labeling it, as we label these emotions correctly, We will see them in a new light with more clarity, with more consciousness, and with more information. And with that, we can respond in a more conscious way. In a coming episode, I'm going to be exploring the benefits of labeling your emotions more. But for now, I invite you to consider these four emotions and caution you to be especially aware of empathy and pity. As empathy is fairly useless unless you are adept at using that gift to actually help people and not just jump into the pit with them. And anything to do with pride or shame is not helpful, causes hierarchies, dualism, otherness, power dynamics, and separation. And I'm not interested in that. So when you feel compassion, empathy, sympathy, pity, just take an essence breath. Identify the emotion. Choose your response. And speaking of taking an essence breath, let's do that now and check in again on your PEMS essence compass. Where are you now? It is possible that something that I said today might have triggered you a little bit. Perhaps you were unaware of the destructive possibility of being empathic. And perhaps now you can do things in a different way. Just observe, no judgment, where are you now? That can lead you to a response. If you feel more relaxed, that's a beautiful way to carry on with your day. If you feel a little fired up or triggered, start to explore that. Unpack that a little bit and see where that's coming from. I want you to know that I truly appreciate you listening to this podcast, and I hope you learned something empowering. 
Empowering myself and others is my mission in life. I believe that empowered people are people who will evolve humanity. Empowered people love themselves and love others. And people who love themselves and love others don't hurt people. Can you imagine a world where everyone loved themselves and loved others? Where everyone was empowered? For more goodies, friends, check out my website at embodyyouressencebrand.com. And remember to follow this podcast on whatever listening platform you use. And I'd always love to hear your feedback. And feel free to email me at any time at christina at embodyyouressencebrand.com. Thank you for joining me today as we discuss these four important and often misunderstood emotions of compassion, sympathy, empathy, and pity. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week with an all new and inspiring interview with an amazing human. Until then, remember to be you.